Well, greetings today from sunny South Florida. Hope you're doing well today, youth workers. My name is Paul Turner from thedisciplesproject.net. I'll be your host today, as I am in every episode of the Youth Ministry in Motion podcast. And uh, I hope that you're having a fantastic summer. Uh, my summer has been quite awesome uh, with missions trips and camps and seeing tremendous growth in our students uh, over the past couple of months. And it's also been on a sad note a little bit because uh, this was the summer of my uh, retirement from full-time youth work. If you're just tuning in, if you've not listened to any other episodes, uh, I've been on quite the journey for the past 30 years, and I am grateful for every single one of them for what it's done uh, for my life, for my family, what it's done for my relationship with God. I am just uh, severely blessed, if you want to, if you want to say that. But I'm in South Florida uh, because it's a little hot. Uh, uh, well, I'm not here because it's hot, but it's hot while I'm here. And, and I'm speaking uh, at a, the greatest camp in the entire world, Life Youth Camp. That's LFYR.com if you're looking for a great retreat place or camp uh, setting. Uh, it is a fantastic place. It's where I gave my heart to the Lord. And I've been coming back to this camp for the past, this is my 15th year being a, uh, a speaker here at the camp of uh, at least one week during the summer. This year I get the privilege of uh, speaking for two weeks and uh, I get to come to you guys from this beautiful uh, beautiful camp here and uh, and share with you guys some thoughts, some ideas. Uh, today's topic, what does it mean to read a, uh, a youth ministry ad, right? A job uh, for a youth pastor at a church because I've read a number of them and, and sometimes I just think that... Um, that churches must be crazy. Uh, when I don't know who who they have writing their copy. I, I don't know who's who's writing these ads. They're they're crazy people. They're I don't know. I don't, and then the people they hire are you know either um, I don't know gullible or uh, or desperate. Uh, I think those are the two options there. And I want to help you to be neither of those today. I want to, I want you to be a smart youth worker when it comes to reading youth ministry job ads because. They can be tricky, and we can be, uh, like I said, either desperate or gullible. And I, I, like I said, I want you to be neither of those when it comes to reading ads. So I want to help you today uh, read through an ad. And, and I remember, listen, I remember what it's like to be young. Uh, I'm not so young anymore. I'm youngish, uh, and I remember, you know, that I wanted to have a youth pastor job really bad. And um, you know, fortunately, my first youth pastor came through my own church, the church that I was attending. Uh, after that, it became about searching, you know, at that time, uh, the internet, uh, you know, and uh, looking for job ads and things like that. But before we get into all of this today to help you navigate uh, youth ministry job ads, uh, I want to remind you that I have a brand new book out called The Disciple Project, and uh, it is all about raising up a new generation of doers. Right, we want to stop the meetings. We want to start the movement, and we want kids actually doing the gospel. And so, if you're interested in that, and you want to uh, try something maybe new uh, this season, uh, let me encourage you to go to gumroad.com/youthmenresources, and uh, there'll be a link down uh, in the description there in the show notes, and uh, you can check it out. I would love you to check it out. It's a uh, full, comprehensive program. Uh, to get more students doing and less sitting. So I want to encourage you to go over there. You can also, also go to thedisciplesproject.net, and you can go over there, and it's the first post about the book. It's the first, uh, I pinned it to the top, so you can easily find it if you want even more information about that. So feel free to check it out. 
All right. So, like I said, in my youngish days, uh, I used to be um, uh, pretty desperate. After my first youth pastor, and I, after that, I, I, I went through some bad seasons, went through some bad things, and uh, you know, I had you know took a job where uh, somebody had called me out of the blue and. And I took that job uh, based on, you know, when you're young, the gullible part there where you just simply trust people. Well, they, of course they're going to treat me right. Of course they're going to do things for me and, and they're going to help me and they, they want my success. And of course, and, and that was not true. <laughs> that was my, what I call, 40 weeks in the wilderness. And then after that, you start looking for, you know, you try to do through contacts and sometimes you're just looking at ads and, you know, youth ministry ads back when, uh, you know, there's just, there are all these youth ministry uh, job sites and things like that. And I'm going to put some of those, by the way. So if you are looking for a youth pastor job, I'm going to put some links uh, in the show notes where you can um, look for some job ads uh, if you're currently looking for a youth pastor job. So, you know, uh, I have taken, like I said, bad jobs. I wanted to be a youth pastor. I was. I was both gullible and desperate. Uh, and I would have taken really any job uh, after a couple of really bad seasons. And, you know, they were basically these fever dream decisions, right? If I had, the, 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 if I had read the job description better and put on my thinking hat instead of my heart hat, I, I could have avoided a few things like working too much uh, for too little and getting in over my head. And every church ad for a youth pastor differs, okay? I'm not saying that all, there are some really good ads that, that are, that are uh, explain exactly what the expectations are. Uh, there are really good ads that, uh, that know how to use the language, but you even have to watch for that because some of that can be a little flowery, uh, uh, maybe uh, uh, building a, a scenario in our mind that maybe may not be entirely true, but that's the point. That's all marketing, right? It's all, if a church or you know any job ad says, I want to find the best applicant, some of this is just going to be flowery stuff so that a, uh, a the potential youth worker will apply, and they want to get names in there who uh, you know that are going to be able to fit the bill. So they, you know, you write good copy, and you get people to respond to it. And uh, you know, some churches put everything in the job description. You know, uh, you know everything that you'll be doing, and some youth, some churches leave uh, out just enough to lure you in, and then clank. Right, the gate slams down, and you're caught in the web of you know going through the interview and things like that. And then you come to discover that that is not the church you would like to be a part of. And listen, this episode, I want to help you to discern uh, what a church is asking of you, so that you can decide if this is a good fit for you and your family. Because when you're applying, if you're single, listen, you can you can do all that stuff. You can roam the country. You can go be a youth ministry hobo. But listen, if you have a family, you got kids, you got all kinds of things going on, listen, you got to make right decisions. You got to be able to, you know, prayer is a big part of this. You got to be able to, you know, discern and pray and listen to the Holy Spirit and really decide if this is, you know, me, is this just my passion, if this is just what I want, uh, or what is going to be best, the kind of church my family is going to be in. It's super important, guys, super important. So let's get this started. This is a real church ad, by the way. I'm actually going to go over an actual church a church ad with you that I found, and I said to myself, "This is ridiculous. There's no way. There's no way after reading this would I apply." But I'm going to read it to you, and I'm going to just point out some things along the journey here. Okay, uh, so the job description says uh, is for a family life coordinator, and in parentheses here I put, "This means you're about to do a lot of work 
and not just youth pastoring. So when you're the family life coordinator, you're taking care of everything. You're taking care of family life coordinator. could be anything from uh, from the cradle to the grave. You could be overseeing the nursery and the seniors. You could be, uh, you know, any of those things if you're a family life coordinator. So here's the job summary. The family life coordinator is a qualified professional team builder. And I put that in bold here as I'm reading here because, let me continue, it says, who contributes to the mission of the church both by active service and by personal example. The coordinator interacts with the parish and the staff and the people of God, especially youth and their families, to promote authentic religious values and authentic church teachings. And the note I put on this is, listen, sometimes churches do fancy talk, right, in their jobs. Besides, the question is this, what is a qualified professional team builder? That sounds like, a, first of all, you have family life coordinator, right? Then you also must be a qualified professional team builder, which I, I don't know what that means. Um, but, uh, but listen, do you need a certificate for it? I mean, do you need to have some sort of degree in professional team building? Uh, you know, uh, that's, I, I don't know what that is. That's very vague. Uh, you know, you have to... And by the way, when you call about the ad, you want to call... Be sure to add... When you're reading the ad, sit there with a pen or with your phone on your notes app and just start writing questions. Like questions like, what does this mean? What does this entail? If it's vague, if it's unclear, uh, be sure to do that because that's what the questions you want to ask if you decide to go for the interview. So let's go into job responsibilities. Uh, the coordinator serves in promoting family life in the parish, principally through, uh, principally through running a middle school and high school youth program, interacting with the wider parish membership, being present at parish events, and managing, this and this, job number three, managing the parish social media and membership communications. Uh, the coordinator will follow the, do, now listen, it goes into all these responsibilities I'm not going to go into, but here's the note, okay, I made. Uh, I made it in bold because, listen, social media is a full-time position. Managing social media is a full-time, I'm going to say again, managing social media is a full-time position because as one who did it for, I do it for myself, obviously, you guys know this because you've seen, you know, Facebook groups. By the way, I do have a, a Facebook group for our podcast here. You can always look that up. It's the Youth Ministry in Motion Facebook podcast group where you can ask questions, interact with the episodes, all that kind of good stuff. There'll be a link in the description. And in managing that, you're managing the Facebook group, you're interacting with people, you're uh, doing, uh, you know, my Twitter account, uh, my, you know, all this stuff. You're, it's a, it's a, it's a, it can be a draining job, in fact. If that's, if that's not your only job, uh, you know, you, you have a lot of work on your plate, you, you know, and so, you know, I do a YouTube channel. You guys know this stuff. I'm not going to do all that, but you know, if you've been listening for a while, you know, you know everything that I do with social media and I'm active and all that stuff. And that's a full-time thing. And there's what I do. I, I read this and really I smell uh, overworked and underpaid, okay, immediately. That's what I smell from this. So, so far they have said that they want a, a qualified professional team builder. Uh, they want a family, a family coordinator, a, a professional team builder, and a social media director. Okay, that's really three jobs there, and really you're getting paid for one. So really, I would negotiate higher pay from the get go. Uh, if you have, but if you have any, uh, especially if you have any uh, certificates or uh, uh, any kind of uh, those kind of things in there, throw that in the mix. Okay. Uh, moving onward, what else do you do? What are your job descriptions here? Uh, develop successful middle school and high school youth programs. I, I put that in bold, right? Uh, uh, youth programs, including a team of volunteers that meet once a week, 
uh, except for vacation periods, all those things. Now, I, I put in bold, successful, because uh, you need to ask them, the, the church you're applying to, can you please define for me, in writing, what you think a successful middle school and high school program is? Because everybody's going to have a definition. You have a definition of that. I have a definition of that. But really, if you're working for your employer, they have to have a very clear definition of what success is so you know if you're meeting the goal or not, if you're meeting the metrics that they're looking for. And listen, you're, you're, you are cheating yourself. If you get into this and you apply and you don't have a clear path forward as to what success is, then you, you're, you're in trouble already by not having a clear goal. So be sure to ask. Okay, here's some other things. And there's, like I said, there's a list here. I'm going to kind of just move around here. Uh, they facilitate the recruitment and training of volunteers for the youth program. And I also put a note there. You know, what is, I, here's questions I'm asking. You know, what is the median age of the church, right? Is there, is there enough, when it talks about recruiting volunteers, is there enough viable people to recruit, right? Is there an is there an established council, or are you doing this on your own? Is it already, you know, is the is the volunteers baked into your program, kind of like in a, in a Methodist church or uh, some churches that have committees? Uh, they have a yearly uh, deal where people just sign up, and you you're not recruiting yourself. You're you're just getting what you get, and you know, in some churches, you there's no there's not enough viable. Uh, volunteers that want to participate, right? They, you know, for whatever reason, uh, it could be just the, the church does not have a lot of people in it, so it reduces your um, um, selection of people that you might choose to work with young people. And that's, by the way, anybody can work with young people if they have a heart for it. What I'm saying is that a lot of churches, maybe because of it's smaller or um, uh, is an older congregation, maybe just doesn't have the heart or the will for it or the gifting for it. And so these are things you have to remember that if you're called upon to build a team, the question is, does the church have enough viable members to pull from, right? Uh, here's another one here, right? Uh, it says, this is uh, in the list here, and it says, manages, this is job number four, I think it is, manages the parish website. Facebook page, Twitter, Instagram. Now listen, they've already said social media, but it also says, and makes recommendations on effective social media usage to the pastor. So now, once again, you're a social media expert, uh, or supposed to be, and, by the way, you're supposed to manage the parish uh, website, if, if you don't know anything about websites, if you don't know anything, it's, I mean, they're looking for a very high-end youth worker here who can uh, know HTML or Java or, you know, WordPress or whatever they're looking for. But, uh, but basically, you're managing the, the website. And that's, uh, you know, by the way, while you're trying to run a successful middle school, high school program, this is five jobs already you're applying for, just pointing this out. Now, once again, I want to make a note on this. Uh, that, you know, that this, this job here, that listen, there's not, this skill, by the way, is not listed in the qualifications. So when you see something, you need to check and say, hey, I noticed that wasn't in the qualifications. It, I, I, it wasn't said that I needed to know anything about running a website. And that's kind of critical. You need to put that, uh, you know, put that in there, okay? Um, there's another one. Here's another uh, list of, of things you need to have, some skills here. It says, it says, assist with the layout and production of the weekly bulletin. Okay. Uh, let me just stop there. At this point, I've checked out. The answer is no. I'm not neither. I'm neither gullible enough nor desperate enough to take this position because it's just no. No. This is job number six at this point that I'm going to go ahead and work on the parish bulletin for crying out loud. You need the youth pastor to do that? 
That tells me that all these jobs and all these things, they are not pulling from the congregation. They're not finding people. They're expecting one person to do a lot of jobs. And that is, it also, to me, spells out, uh, this is a plan for burnout, uh, all these things. Now, once again, the, the amount of money being offered to this is, is not listed. Now, if it's $100,000, I'm listening. If it's anything less than that, I'm, I'm not interested. Uh, now, moving on. Here, I, here's something I, I, this is the first thing I've read. This is the first little uh, thing here that I read that I liked what is being said. It says, keep statistics and metrics so that the effectiveness of our activities and initiative can be measured on an occasional, at least annual basis. Now that tells me they like to keep track of things. That's really good. Uh, you know, that basically if it's worth doing, it's worth measuring. So I can appreciate that. I can appreciate uh, the, a church that wants to measure. There's so many churches that are not measuring at all. They're not even looking at, at whether they're being effective. They're just going headlong into into the storm and and hopefully they're going to weather it without even measuring what they're what they're looking for. So I appreciate a church. I want to say that, that this is not all negative in that regard. At least it understands that the church understands that it, that it wants to measure what it's doing. All right, moving right along. Um, you know, a church that does, now listen. This is they they do they run one of the other things here is works with with the. Uh, um, with the DRE to run background checks. I like that. Churches should run background checks on its volunteers, on its youth pastors. It should just be there. I don't understand why that's a big problem. I understand about grandfathering people in who have been in the church for a long time, but that doesn't mean, you know, that everybody you grandfather in is safe either. So I, I, there's nothing wrong with doing a background check of working with young people. So I want to put that. That's also a great point that they put in here, right, is uh, to do that. Uh, here's a... <laughs> this is, <laughs> I just laughed at this one I, because I've done it. I mean, this is part of my job. I go in, uh, well, let me read it to you. It says, assist the secretary occasionally with phone receptionist responsibilities for brief periods. Okay, this is job number six, okay? Job number six, you're a, an assistant to the secretary now, by the way, and, uh, and and listen, just, you know, by this point, I've just stopped reading and I'm, I'm not reading anymore. Listen, they can't afford me at this point, okay? They can't afford me for six jobs. But you, I, but I understand this. I do because I do that. I, I did this in my, my just my recent church here. I would go in on a Friday. I would fill in the gap on a Friday morning when there was no secretary there because a lot of churches can't afford to have secretaries all week long. There are a certain amount of days and they, they pay him for those days. And so I would go in on a Friday morning from, say, 9 to noon uh, and just sit there and see if the phone rings. And if the phone rings, then we answer it and we, we be uh, partly secretary. But I don't know what all that includes here. I know that it says occasional with phone and receptionist responsibilities. That would have to be clearly defined for me. Okay? Uh, moving right along. Uh, here is job number seven I get to. So what else are you supposed to do? What, what are other responsibilities? Here's another one collaborates with the wedding coordinator on the usage of the Cathedral Life Center. Listen to this. Collaborate with the wedding coordinator on the usage of the cathedral. Listen, you're now a wedding coordinator. This is job number seven. Wedding coordinator. Just say no to the dress here, okay? Just say no to the dress. This is, this is, you're doing, this is job number seven, okay? Moving right along. Okay, here's another one. Assist with the occasional all hands on deck events under the direction of the pastor. Okay, 
all hands on deck, by the way, just so you know, is code for I can basically run you like a mad, mad, scalding dog, okay, a scalded dog. I can just run you like crazy for these all hands on decks that you got to be called upon for this. Not only are you working, now you're working seven jobs, and you're going to have these all deck, on deck. I understand this. Listen, we all want to be team players. We all want to be those people. We all want to show up for the things. But at some point, youth worker, uh, you like to have a life. You'd like to have a time with your family. Uh, you know, is this baked in and built into the job description, right? Or am I just going to be working 24-7, uh, uh, you know, and driving myself crazy and burning out and having breakdowns and, and, and crawling in, in, into the fetal position and crying, uh, you know, by, you know, the, the third month? And I'm trying to, you know, help you guys avoid that. I hope you, I hope you know that I, I don't have any skin in the game with that. I don't know this church. I, any of those things, that's why I'm not sharing the name or anything like that. But I'm just saying that there are ads like this that want everything and in return possibly give you nothing um, uh, like that. I don't know what they're paying. But I'm just saying be cautious. I have no ill will towards, you know, any particular church. I'm just saying that, that this ad is just a recipe for disaster. You have to learn to discern and read an ad and say, that's probably not going to be good for me. You got to look at things like family life. You got to look at like spiritual life, your own spiritual life. You got to look at time off. You got to look at, you know, work-life balance. All these things. If we're going to be models to the congregation uh, to have work-life balance, then we have to have work-life balance in our own life. Um, and I, I wrote a little note here. It says, all hands on deck, question mark. I don't have any hands left. Okay, that's just basic. I don't have any hands left. I'm working seven jobs. I'm too busy answering the phone and coordinating weddings and creating a successful middle school and high school ministry. I'm doing that with my feet, and now I'm just out of appendages. I have nothing left. And then it talks about being supervised. There's a supervision thing. Of course, you're supervised by the pastor, and I've had whoever the executive pastor is be my supervisor. I've had all that. But part of that is it says it says supervised by, supervises the team, and leads, guides uh, you know, team volunteers, right? That's all part of the deal. You have to do that. Um, you know, be careful though, too, because sometimes when you create a committee, it feels like that committee is also supervising you, right? That committee is over you. And, and, and in no scenario, at least in my leadership style, you got to be careful of this, but, um, you know, uh, volunteers, don't supervise me. I supervise volunteers, right? And my attitude toward that is we are peers mutually accountable to one another for God's work, okay? This isn't about uh, uh, me being a, a, an overlord of, of, of people. This is about just saying, listen, uh, that the volunteers are volunteers. Now, if they know by far more how to run the program or uh, they are youth pastors or uh, they know about how to, first of all, if they know everything, they didn't need me to hire me. Uh, but uh, if they hired me for a reason and, uh, you know, I'm trying to help them develop the successful middle school, high school program to the best of my ability. Okay. Uh, so be careful when you go into those scenarios, be clear on who is supervising you for these jobs. Right. And then it gets into education, uh, you know, all these things. Of course, I make a snarky comment here about you know, required uh, Bachelor of Arts degree, right? They Some churches, you know, and I believe in uh, well-educated youth workers, um, but 
this particular church is asking for, you know, they're, they're looking, I put in there, they forgot to ask for a degree in social media, wedding coordinating, and all hands on deckology. Uh, yes, snarky comment, I understand. Um, okay, and I think, let's see, uh, oh, a couple more here. Specialized knowledge and skills. Uh, it just goes through this list of crazy things, but let me just put a few out here as we kind of land the plane here. Um, it talks about, number nine here, about, uh, about specialized knowledge and skills. Creative, listen to this, creative without imposing personal opinions on people. I'm going to say it again. This is a specialized knowledge and skill you must have. Creative without imposing personal opinions on people. First of all, if you're a creative, you have nothing but opinions, okay? You're a creative, and you're a creative shares their opinions on something that needs to be done that is creative. And this is a rule that was made here. I guarantee you, <laughs> this is a rule that was made because somebody was too pushy maybe with their opinion, but now they're letting you know, the new applicant, please be creative, but let's not share our opinions about that creativity with everybody. Don't don't impose your creativity. Listen, you've hired me to have an opinion about how the youth. If you're, if once again, if you if you if you want to do it yourself, do it yourself. You come up with it yourself. If you don't want opinions, uh, you know, it's, it's just it's just crazy. I don't understand that. All right, moving right along. It goes into personal traits and qualities. Okay, and I'm going to read these really fast. Okay, I mean, there's like ten of them here of things you're supposed to demonstrate, right? You're supposed to, uh, listen, friendly, uh, willing to work with others, uh, willing to work for the greater good, okay? Which is, that's code for get in line, don't be don't be too creative, uh, be, be part of the herd, right? Uh, be flexible, demonstrate an ability to make, <laughs> demonstrate an ability to make generalizations, evaluations, and decisions based on sensory or judgmental criteria. That is deep. Then it goes on, keeps going on, demonstrating an ability to communicate effectively, demonstrating an ability to solve problems in a creative and effective manner. And it goes on and on and on. And basically, listen, the, here's the deal. This is, and listen, I don't blame them for the detail necessarily, but the, but the perfectionism that it is requiring from you, basically this person does not exist, okay? It cannot be you or I, because the person they're asking for simply does not exist. Uh, so this is my verdict. They basically want you to work seven jobs, pay you for one, uh, and I give this job ad an F because, not because it's not well-written or anything like that, but because the craziness of the ad itself, of what it's asking you to do, is simply unattainable and unsustainable for a youth worker, especially if you're a young youth worker, uh, in your, let's say, in your 30s with a young family, you know, all those kind of things. Listen, <laughs> I hope, uh, once again, I hope that you do not misread my intentions here. I'm I'm simply looking at an ad of what they're looking for in youth work. I'm not, this is not anything on the church. I don't know the church. I don't know anything about it. I'm sure they're all very lovely people, but the ad itself is, um, is, is just unsustainable. It's just, a, they're asking a lot more than likely, maybe for a little, I think. And uh, you're going to work seven jobs. This is not great. So keep in mind here when you're reading job ads that um, you got to be discerning. Listen to the Holy Spirit. Take some time to pray. Ask a lot of questions. There are no questions. This is your job, man. You're wanting to plant your family or yourself into a church. And uh, 
Questions are key. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be afraid to be a little uh, demanding and have your own standards of what you expect from the church that you're going to be working for. It's just that simple. Um, and uh, you can do this. You can do this. Read, read through those ads. Don't just uh, be gullible. Uh, don't just be desperate. Too many jobs I took because I was desperate. And I just said, I want to be a youth pastor. I'm willing to put up with anything to do it. And uh, eventually, uh, a lot of those times it didn't work out, but uh, a lot of places did. And eventually you do have to, you know, just be honest. Every ad doesn't tell you everything. And you're going to have to get in there and you're going to notice things like the pastoral quirks, right? Your, your quirks that your pastor has or, uh, you know, certain people. Everybody has that. Every job has that. You, you can't control everything. But before you ever get into the fray, read the ad. Pick up on the signs. Decide what, what kind of role and professional you want to be within the organization. And if it does not going to fit you or your personality or your family, don't be desperate. Pass on it and God will bring you another. So, all right. That's it for today, guys, from sunny South Florida here. I hope that you enjoyed the program today. And if you're brand spanking new, thank you so much for listening. Appreciate your time. Uh, if you're a regular, once again, uh, your your time is also appreciated uh, because you, maybe you've listened to five episodes or ten episodes or whatever it is. And I would ask, I would call upon you, whether you're first time or otherwise, that if you enjoyed the program, please go to iTunes and leave a review. Let somebody know that this was valuable. And uh, leave a few stars, right? And say, hey, Paul, thumbs up. Good job. Here's my review. Here's some stars. Keep doing what you're doing. And uh, guys, that's it for now. I hope that once again, I hope you're having a great summer. And uh, I will catch you guys in the next episode. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye-bye.